Welcome to C Speaks, where C, she, I finally speak out on what God has placed on my heart. Here, a safe space is created where we discuss living for God and its highs and lows, mental health, holistic health encompassing hormonal health and gut issues, lifestyle changes as you grow into adulthood, and we get real about love life. We talk about things that the Christian community shies away from, such as sex and celibacy, lust, lustful actions and thoughts, singleness, and how sometimes living for God is extremely hard, and most importantly, living in purpose. This podcast has four different series living for god navigating life what the health and flesh versus spirit Today's episode is going to be about healing from past traumas. Now, I know we've heard this word a lot, healing from past traumas and how you got to heal in order to be a complete whole person, in order to meet your person, in order to do this, that, and the third. First of all, what I want us to really understand about this phrase and to really rewire our brains on is that healing from past traumas is not something you have to do on your own. And it's also not something that you have to be affected by. And when I say you have to be affected by, I mean to actively be affected by it. Now, of course, our experiences, our past experiences, they are going to affect our lives in some way. But from this episode, I want us to understand that we have the power to control how we react and how we go about our present and future lives and that our past traumas do not control that. And in knowing that you do not have to heal on your own, we will realize that God is our source for healing. Let's define trauma. Trauma. A deeply distressing or disturbing experience. A lot of times when we hear trauma, we are thinking of things such as sexual abuse or injury or victim mentality, which yes, these are all forms of trauma. But trauma also comes in the form of bullying, gaslighting, years of manipulation, years of dealing with guys that are were not too sweet to you, years of dealing with friendships that betrayed your trust, racism, These are all forms of trauma. Traumas affect us in every aspect of our lives, and sometimes we don't even realize just how much we are affected by it. How it's not only affecting us, but the people we are in relationship with, whether that be your partner, a friend, family. It can affect the way you interact with people. It can affect the way you go about your day. We all have passed, and we have all been affected from our past experiences. The reason this is a part of my holistic health series is because addressing your mental health is another big component of being healthy, holistically healthy. We hear this term to be healed by past trauma a lot, but what does this actually mean? It doesn't mean that you won't get triggered. What it means to be healed from past traumas is that when you are triggered, You don't allow it to affect the way that you continue on with your life. You don't allow it to affect how you react to situations and how you move in situations. This is what it means to be healed from past traumas. And the reason that I bring this up is because this is something that I feel is pushed under the rug a lot in how we operate as individuals. Our past traumas they impact us in ways that we would have never even thought 
they would. And honestly, those traumas come out heavy in relationships, really romantic relationships. But of course they can come out in friendships as well. But what I'm gonna focus in on is how it can manifest into your romantic relationships. And we're gonna talk about gaslighting for a minute. I actually might make this a whole nother episode, but for now we're just gonna talk a little bit about it and how this affected the way that I reacted in my relationship. Let's define gaslighting. Gaslighting means to manipulate someone by psychological means into questioning their own sanity. Now, I know I'm not the only one out here who has been gaslighted by these, um, I'm not even gonna use the word because this is a, this is a PG um, <laughs> podcast. <laughs> but y'all know what I was gonna say. Anyways, now, if you've been in a situationship, I'll say that. If you've been in a situationship, then you have most likely been gaslighted, okay? When these dudes manipulate you, or even women. Women are manipulative as well. But I'll just speak for what I've experienced. When you get manipulated into questioning your own sanity, meaning someone does something, you're affected by it, it hurts your feelings, this, that, and the third, and they go and say, oh, you're tripping. I didn't even do this. I didn't even do that. You're looking at it wrong. It's you're looking at it like they make you think you're crazy, right? <laughs> and right now I am in a God-fearing, God-loving relationship. And I did not realize that I was affected in the ways that I was until I was faced with a situation where it came out. I have been gaslighted more than once, more than twice, almost in every I'll say situationship I've ever been in, I've been gaslighted because situationships is a form of manipulation. Ladies, mixed signals is a signal. Please don't, please don't put yourself in that position, okay? <sighs> That's a whole nother podcast. Anyways, so basically, long story short, uh, me and my boyfriend were having a conversation and we were play fighting and there was a little bit of miscommunication because I couldn't really hear what he was saying. And then it got misinterpreted wrong. And I started thinking that he was actually trying to start a fight. And I was confused, but in the moment, I didn't realize that he really wasn't trying to start a fight, but that's what I interpreted it as because that's what I'm used to. So in the moment I said, can you just like, stop talking like I don't you're killing my vibe I don't want I don't want to argue like I don't understand why you're arguing whatever so then he hung up so then in my mind I'm thinking oh well yeah he's mad because then he just hung up <laughs> so then I said why are you trying to start a fight or argument for no reason da, 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 da. he called back and he was like Sierra like I just want you to think why would I try and start an argument with you. And I went off y'all, like I went off. I was like, why would you say that? Why would you have me, why would you ask me a question you already know the answer to, da, da, da. In the moment, I wasn't thinking about gaslighting. I wasn't thinking, I wasn't thinking about nothing but red. I see red. Yeah, anyways, that's all I saw was red, okay? And I was just going off, going off, going off. So after all that, a couple minutes go by and we're talking and we're talking and I'm like, somehow, some way, I don't know, one of us must have prayed. But I realized that, okay, oh, 
I thought he was gaslighting me. But really, he was just trying to get me to see that he was not trying to argue with me for no reason. But I interpreted it as gaslighting because of the way he posed the question, which was in a way to make me question my own actions. But do you guys see what I'm saying here? This man is not trying to hurt me. He just trying to love me. But because of my past traumas, I reacted when I thought that I was being attacked. Now, pause. How can we approach past traumas in a practical way so that we do not hurt the people we love due to our past traumas? Now, this is something that's really important. And moving forward, before you go off, before you assume, a practical way to face your traumas head on is to, one, think about what you're going to say before you say it. And I know this is something that we've learned since kindergarten, but grown adults still don't know how to follow that rule. And it, the rule is to think about what you're going to say before you say it. Think, why am I about to go off right now? Think, Am I being attacked? Think, is it worth disturbing the peace? And just sit on the thought. Like, don't immediately go at it because the person could have did nothing to you and you just reacting based off of whatever. An assumption, a feeling, whatever. And we've talked about reacting off of your feelings in the spiritual warfare episode if you want to go back and listen to that one but yeah just take a minute and think about it before you speak the next thing that we can do a lot of reactions we have are based off of offense and offense is gonna be it might be its own episode i don't know but in the moment, of course, I was offended because I thought I was getting gaslighted. Now, something that I feel God has been speaking to me on lately is offense. And the way in which we can approach offense is to realize that we have the authority over our reactions. We are able to be unbothered. And what I want us to go into is the story of Jesus on the boat with the disciples. Before we get into that, I want to mention this verse from Proverbs. It is Proverbs eleven twelve, and it says, He who is devoid of wisdom despises his neighbor, but a man of understanding holds his peace. Now, this verse took out to me when I was doing my research on how to be free from offense because an offended Christian is a dangerous Christian, okay? When you are an offended Christian, uh, you only really wanna hear what it is you wanna hear and not the truth, which is dangerous because if you're not open to the truth, you are not open to deliverance. The truth is the word of God and how could God speak to you if you are offended? all the time so in my search to find the way to not be offended i came across this verse he who is a devoid of wisdom despises his neighbor but a man of understanding holds his peace now what stood out to me was the phrase holds his peace and i thought god like okay that's cool but how do i do that like how do i hold my peace when i'm offended in the middle of being offended in the middle of 
being triggered. How do I hold my peace, God? And now this is where we look at the aforementioned verse. Mark 4, 35 through 41, Jesus calms the storm. That day when evening came, he said to his disciples, let us go over to the other side. Leaving the crowd behind, they took him along just as he was in the boat. There were also other boats with him. A furious squall came up and the waves broke over the boat so that it was nearly swamped. Jesus was in the stern, sleeping on a cushion. The disciples woke him and said to him, teacher, don't you care if we drown? He got up, rebuked the wind and said to the waves, quiet, be still. Then the wind died down and it was completely calm. He said to his disciples, why are you so afraid? Do you still have no faith? They were terrified and asked each other, who is this? Even the wind and the waves obey him. Pause. Jesus was so unbothered. And what's so interesting about this story is that the boat they were in, like, it was not no cruise ship. It was not no, like, the boats we see now where people take their boats out, go fishing, all that good stuff. No. It was like a wooden raft thing. Like, it was like... <laughs> There was waves crashing, and so the way where he was sleeping at, it says he was sleeping in the stern. The stern of a boat is literally the back. Okay, so think of like a little, like a little regular boat, like a little like wooden boat. The stern is the back of the boat. Okay, so that means he felt the waves. He felt the waves on his face. He felt it. And he was still unbothered. Now, I want us to look at this from spiritual lens into the natural realm. Jesus was unbothered in the storm. Relating this to what we were talking about, we have the authority, just like Jesus, we have the authority to be unbothered when the storms come, when the irrit irritation comes, when the offenses come, when the agitators come, when the haters come, when your friend backstabs you, when your significant other makes you mad, irritates you, offends you, we have the authority over the way we react, over our thoughts, over our reactions. We have the authority over the situation because of the spirit given to us. We can walk in love, we can walk in self-control, we can walk in peace, we can walk in humility because of the Holy Spirit, the fruits of the Spirit we have given to us through the Holy Spirit. We have the authority, just like Jesus knew he had the authority, so he was unbothered. Even when he felt the waves, even when we have the feelings, we can still be unbothered because we have the authority. And that is so powerful in knowing that when you receive Jesus, when you receive the Spirit, you have the authority over your reactions, over the way you react to your environment. 2 Corinthians 10.5 Casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. Do you know how powerful you are as a child of God? I feel that us as the body of Christ, we don't realize how much power we really have over things because of the spirit given to us. At this point, it is a choice to be anxious. It is a choice to be irritated. It is a choice to be depressed. It is a choice to go about your day negatively because we've literally been given power 
through the Holy Spirit to take captive every thought and to the obedience of Christ. We have the power through Christ who strengthens you. And I feel that we don't truly get it. If you are a follower of Christ and you are blaming your past traumas on the way that you live life, are you really a follower of Christ? Do you truly believe in the Holy Spirit and the power that is given to you through the Spirit? Now, I want to give us, again, practical ways to apply this. Now, we know, okay, we have the authority, okay, we have the power to not react now how do we do this how do we utilize this power pray memorize scripture memorizing scripture is so important because when you memorize scripture it allows god to recollect that thought whenever you're in need of him whenever he needs to speak to you oh well you've been reading your word so let me just bring this to your remembrance that is the primary way that God speaks through his word. And if we're in the word, if we're memorizing the word, he can speak to us very easily by just bringing that thought to our remembrance. A lot of times if I'm going through things and I'm praying or I need God, because I have certain verses memorized, those verses will just randomly come to my mind. And I'm like, oh, okay, this is God speaking to me. Like, for example, if I'm anxious or just stressed out over whatever, um, the verse, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, let your request be made known to God and the peace which surpasses all understanding shall guard your heart and mind in Christ Jesus. That is a verse I have memorized. And because I have it memorized, God can easily recollect it to the front of my brain whenever I need it. Memorize scripture. Memorize the proverb that I just talked about. Hold peace, hold peace, hold peace. What else can you do? Just read. Start with reading your word. And then, you know, go into memorizing. As you read, you'll just start thinking of the Bible more often anyways. The Bible is the living word. It's called the living word for a reason because it speaks. It speaks and that's the beautiful thing about it. And which is why in the beginning I said, you don't have to go through healing from past trauma alone because God is with you. God gives you your strength. God gives you the authority to take those thoughts captive, okay? He gives you the authority to be unbothered when the storm and the waves come crashing. He gives us the authority to have peace in the midst of a storm, in the midst of the irritating situation or the offense or whatever have you it be it. He gives us the authority and we have to recognize it and we have to come into the full knowledge of it and claim our power because the enemy wants you to think you don't have power over it. He wants you to think that, yeah, like this is just who I am. This is just what I've been through and that's it. This is why I'm how I am because of what I went through and da 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 da. The enemy wants you to think you don't have power over it, but you do. I'm here to tell you today that you have power over it. And I just want us to realize that with the help of God and through seeking Him, through prayer, through thinking before speaking, you can heal from your traumas, you can overcome them. And when you are triggered by them, and if you are triggered by them, 
you have the power to respond differently respond in a christ-like way and respond in a loving caring way so that your traumas do not hurt others around you and do not hurt yourself because ultimately we hurt ourselves hurting people we love. I know when I reacted the way I did to my man, I did not feel good about that. In fact, I started thinking, well, when else have I done this? You know, and unfortunately, you don't know until you know. And once you know, then you can start taking those steps to improve. And of course, no one's perfect, but I just want us to realize that you have the authority. So the ending to this episode is going to be a little different. Of course, if you enjoyed it, give it a rating, um, share it, all that good stuff. But I wanted to end with a prayer. Lord, thank you for the listeners of this podcast. I just pray a hedge of protection around them. I pray that we leave this episode with an understanding that we are healed from our past traumas because we have you lord you give us the spirit which allows us to have authority over our reactions over our thoughts and to just take it captive god and to submit it to you lord we thank you that you are actively working in our lives we thank you for awareness of the way we react to situations and we just pray that our past traumas do not affect our present or future lives god in a negative way we thank you that you've given us wisdom you've given us peace and we just pray that the same mercy you show us we're able to show to others and i thank you for the listener of this podcast i pray that you are with them god in their travelings and in their lives and that you just help them to heal god thank you for being the healer in jesus name i pray and give thanks amen i hope you all have a good rest of your night or day whenever you're listening to this and i will See you next time.